0: Hello and welcome to the Fire Up Podcast. I'm your host, Deborah Trapin. I'm so thrilled to share a new mini-series here on the podcast called Spill the Tea. Join Molly McKinley and me for conversations about being intentional and confident in uncertain times and beyond. Molly is the CEO of Intentionalities and host of the Afternoon Tea Podcast, so in honor of our shared love of tea. Out your sassiest teacup, brew your favorite tea blend, snuggle into your coziest spot, and listen in on this hour of togetherness. Get ready to hear us sharing ideas too, best practices around, and of course, highlighting our favorite people, brands, and initiatives, positively serving humanity and sprinkling joy over their slice of the galaxy. Without further ado. Let's spill the tea. Welcome, everyone. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. It is Tuesday. It is May 12th. Yay for Tuesdays. Yay for May 12th. My little Nico would have been 12 today.
1: Mm -hmm. He's having his
0: first Rainbow Bridge birthday. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. I uh, I thought about it when I woke up this morning, but I didn't think about it when we were in the green room, but I just remembered it now. It would have been his golden birthday. Um, So hopefully he is running around with all of his fur pals, and they are eating... Piles and piles of delicious bones today. <laughs> well, that's sweet, puppy cake. Um, we are talking about being unstoppable today, and I'm super excited to dig into what that means and what that means today in our current season with um, things kind of opening up, etc. Before we do, I know you always have a way to get us centered with our breathing, Miss Molly. So mm-hmm. I'm so ready
1: okay well this is a breath is called an ujjayi breath um and it is a um otherwise known as ocean's breath or victorious breath and it's something that you can do again quietly when you need to power up or you when you feel like you want to stop and you, you you need that little punch you know and we won't do this stuff because <laughs> that's harder to do in meetings but this ujjayi breath um basically you are um breathing in through the nose fully like and then you're sort of allowing the breath to sort of, um, through a closed throat. So almost like a Darth Vader, um, you know, like a Darth Vader sound. So it's like a, so you're exhaling through your nose, but it's passing through your throat. Does that make sense? So it's, yes, but it's long and smooth. It's not a forceful breath. It's not like, You know, like a hard (laughs) note. So it's Darth Vader light. Yeah, it is. And sometimes, like when you hear people practicing an Ujjayi breath, it really does sound like Darth Vader. And that's probably a little bit too forceful. So it's more of a. (laughs) Sorry, that's (laughs) me. Like Mm -hmm. it's imagine an ocean wave sort of passing over you, Mm -hmm. in and out through the nose, passing through the throat with a slight constriction in the throat. And you can hear that sound and that vibration, that ocean wave sound that passes sort of through the mouth, the throat and out the nose creates a subtle, subtle vibration. I love it. That. that is very, very, um, it's a very powerful breath. So, you know, pranayama um, that we're, we're doing, the word prana is the root word of pranayama and prana for, for those who are interested is life force or chi. So again, this Ujjayi breath it is really stoking that fire of the life force of the chi. And that is why it's a really important breath uh, to help us push forward through things is because we're stoking and giving life intention to our, our own life force, our own energy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is why this is such a very, very powerful practice, even if it's subtle. Um, so it's, you know.
0: What I love about it, what I love specifically about the breathing exercises we do, but in particular, this one is listening to my own breath,
1: yeah. like,
0: like actually consciously slowing down it and listening to it. I'm always breathing, <laughs> but, I, but I'm not always listening to that breath. Right. And I really love that. And I, I do like the little Star Wars reference. So <laughs> for
1: that. It's not like fourth, but it's, it's close, right? It's- yes, exactly. Exactly. But this breath really is, um, uh, like I said, uh, that awareness that, you know, and and again, just imagine while you're you're focused and bringing that attention to your breath, that you are stoking that life force inside of you. I mean, um, you know, and and like an ocean wave, right? It's sort of, you know, powerful and steady and all of those things, right? Um, Yes, yes. It reminds
0: me of that, um, you know, when you listen to those conch shells? Yeah, yes.
1: And there's that, you know, it's the ocean. Yes, um, or home, um, you know.
0: Um, yes, that's so beautiful. I love that. Thank you for that. I think that we are, you know, we've got so much going on right now in across our across the country and across the globe with people trying to figure out what the next step is. Mm-hmm. A lot of people have started stepping out of their homes, um, and more for and and more than for walking or taking their dog for a walk, and. Um, I think that being very conscious of our breath and taking deep breaths and filling our lungs and all of, you know, there's there's a, a sense of connection to who we are before we walk out into the world. and Because there's gonna be a lot of uncertainty for a while when we're out there, right? So um, this is definitely one that I, uh, I'm sure, if Andrew isn't watching now, we'll watch the replay and we'll do this together later for sure. That's kind of, I love that, that's fun.
1: Yeah. What's in your cup today? I actually have a, um, I have, well, first of all, my cup is a beautiful little rosebud cup and yeah, I chose this because, um, right now I am doing this um, Mary Magdalene study group and it's pretty amazing. And the rose is the symbol for the Magdalene. Um, So I'm really excited about that. And the tea that I have in here is a Melbourne, a shout out to my rate, my agent, um, friends in Australia. It's a blend that I got in Melbourne and it's called uh, Melbourne Breakfast. So Ooh, I, I love my Australian team. And um,
0: so this is a nod to them. I love that. I, I loved the tea in Fiji. Mm. So I'm guessing it's, uh, you know it's kind of from that side of the world. Yeah. And um, we, I had tea at breakfast every day there. Yeah. I mean, and they did eggs on toast. With tea, I loved it, love, love, love it. And we we were there with another couple that were from Seattle, who we didn't know, which was totally random. Out yeah. of ten, there were ten people, five other couples, and one, two of the couples were from here in Seattle, uh, and the other three were Australian. So, um, they of course gave us all sorts of <laughs> story time. Pleasure. <laughs> There's just something about the Aussies and their I mean, a, a part of it is their their character and their accent, right? They're they're tend to be more animated.
1: Um, yeah. Well, but, I mean, my, uh, well, my my agent team. I mean, honestly, they have become like family very very fast, and um, you know, every day we get a lesson about. Different Australian slang, and you know, it's yeah. it's just I I really genuinely enjoy them um, with with all of my heart. So um, they're good people.
0: Yes, I could see that. I mean, I've had a few experiences with the team, and they've every single one of them. And the, the reviews, the reviews that the, right, my agent gave me were so amazing. Like that to me, it's when a company whose focus is helping others bring their reviews into one place and really work for them. The fact that they returned the favor with stellar reviews, it was just like, you know, cherry on top.
1: Ah, oh, well, I mean, it's like, you've got to put your money where your mouth is, you know, yeah. and it's one of those things that, you know, we're all talking about how do we support each other's business. And, you know, the truth of the matter is you need good reviews online i mean that is it helps your ranking on in search in in your google my business you yeah. know for your linkedin it sort of rounds out your profile i mean it really does matter and so you know walk in the walk
0: i agree i agree um well before we get into unstoppable which is a perfect segue with rate my agent and they're undisruptible which is very similar yes. um i actually um, hubs maybe oh some passion tea tazo i haven't had this in forever
1: Question, um, is appropriate coming off your anniversary weekend
0: yes exactly we had the most delicious weekend I mean and delicious food and wine and music and we couldn't travel and obviously mm-hmm. <laughs> so we brought the travel to us we d- decked out our house in Paris on Friday for all France and we had you know Amazing French music flowing through the house all day. And we had French bubbles and food. Uh, he made soap for dinner. And I mean, it was beautiful. And we, the weather here was spectacular. It was like 80 degrees all weekend. We ate every meal except for last night's meal, like the last meal because it rained last night, but every other meal out on the deck. So it was, be- it was just beautiful. Saturday, we went to Spain. So wow. we had, you know, lots of Spanish like Paco de Lucia on the, on the radio, which is very like passionate and you know, flamenco and oh, it was wonderful. We had great food. Um, we actually did takeout on Saturday because, you know, we're trying to support our locals. And so yeah. there's a really fantastic Spanish tapas place uh, here in town that we went to that, which was really fun. And we had sangria flowing. And then Sunday was island-style, Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day.
1: Oh, thank yeah. you. Happy Mother's Day to you. Thank you your four-legged babies.
0: Yes. We, um, Everybody else
1: that you mother, you know?
0: Yes. Mother to the mothers, as I like to
1: say. Uh,
0: it, my mom loves Hawaii. Mm-hmm. And we were engaged on Kauai. I and mean, we honeymo- honeymooned in Fiji. Mm-hmm. So we made Sunday our island-style day. And we did our Mother's Day um, Zoom chats with both sides of the family in full Hawaiian garb. We had these crazy glasses and flowers and leis and just did the whole thing and had Hawaiian music all day and had poo-poos and and Mai Tais. And oh, it was just, I mean, it was amazing. And then yesterday we ended up, we were married in Sonoma. uh, on a farm in Kenwood, and we basically listened to our wedding soundtrack, we watched our wedding love story video yesterday, which was so much fun, wow. it was so weird to see myself, I mean, it's almost 20 years, so we've been married for 17, and so seeing myself then, like, in video, not in photos, but, like, in video,
1: hmm.
0: it was very interesting, it was hmm. very interesting, like, they just... And we did this thing called um, our love story. So our vid- we had a videographer kind of um, interview each of us, mm-hmm. and like, what do you think you're gonna feel? Like, what do you love about each other? And so we're answering these questions back and forth again, like at 28, 29, and you know, Drew's whatever, 34 years old. <laughs> so fun. Um, so it was, um, it was a nice way to honor it. And so if there is anyone who's watching or listening that has something coming up and you were supposed to go somewhere like you really can create an experience in your own home. And I mean, you don't have to have like mini Eiffel Towers like we have to make it feel like Paris. The music, the food.
1: You raise the bar because, um, you know, this weekend is our wedding anniversary and it's also Stacy's 50th birthday. So whoop, whoop. we were supposed to be in Mexico. Um, and then we were thinking about pushing back to going back to Mexico in June. But I don't think we're gonna be traveling this summer at all. I just don't think it's mm-hmm. hard to go out of the country. So I'm trying to um, come up with something nice, but you're you're raising the bar like. <laughs> you know,
0: though, I will say Mexico is a very easy place to replicate on your property. Really? Besides the ocean, think about it. Like all of the Spanish, Mexican food and drinks, margaritas, all of the, I mean, even if you don't want to cook a thing, you yeah. can go to the grocery store and get pretty much anything and everything that you can't get at the local Mexican joint and have a, a feast. And like that to me would, I'm happy to help.
1: <laughs> I, I'm like already planning it in my head. <laughs> I do have a plan. Um, but I, uh, in case Stacy's still on here, I, I can't share it because um, Yes, I'm, I'm in charge.
0: <gasps> I love that. We won't tell a thing. We won't tell a thing. I love it. Um, okay. So... Uh, drinking passion, lived a passionate weekend. You've got a passionate weekend coming up with love and birthdays, and oh my goodness! Um, let's stick into unstoppable and what the word means. Uh, what is it? What is when you when you hear unstoppable? What do you think? What what's, what are the words that come to your mind?
1: Well, I mean, for me, you know, as an entrepreneur, you know, um, it's it's unstoppable. Isn't about having an easy path, right? It's about just continually picking yourself up. And, you know, just showing up every single day. And, you know, there are oftentimes, you know, when when things get tricky, where it would be really easy to either stop or to let go. But from my perspective, if I have a vision for something, I mean, a true vision for something, and I can see it, you push through the barriers, right? And it's just moments to problem solve um, every single time right? Um, Because you're shaping a vision. Now, for me, um, you know, sometimes there are moments when you should stop, right? Because it may not be the the right, the right thing. Um, And so I think that's the wisdom of knowing, like, what's a roadblock versus, you know, what is, you know, the universe shutting a door for you? Um, You know, and that to me, I think is, is always the meditation or the question, like, you know what am I supposed to do with this is this something that I can push through and you know problem solve or is this or is this not right and I always go back to if I can see something I can build it so if I'm often if I don't have that vision or if I can't quite see it then I take it as a short door shutting until I can actually get that crisp vision um, it's, it's sort of how I perceive that
0: mm-hmm well what I love about that is that there are um, being unstoppable doesn't mean being stubborn. <laughs> you know, it is about being open and um, you know to me it's being an unstoppable person is that I'm not going to be stopped from doing what I'm meant to do. And that to your point it's not always it's, it isn't always what is in my hand that is what I'm supposed to be focused on right now. And I think that's really interesting. I've been listening to um, Sue Monk Kidd her, her books again, and I love her. I do you know who that is?
1: Oh, well, yeah, and I just finished reading um, the, uh, gosh, I forget the name of the book. It's her latest. Oh. I mean, I could not put it down. Yep, um, it's the uh, Book of Longing is what you're book talking about, Longing. I think. Yes. Yeah, and actually Stacy's reading the, A Dissident Daughter right now, too. Yeah,
0: that's a The Dissident Daughter. So I read The Dissident Daughter, as you can imagine, probably about a decade ago when I was going through my, like, what the heck? Um, why do I feel so off with my faith? Why does this block feel so uncomfortable? Why do I, why am I all of a sudden like really focused on the, what's missing, yeah. right? And, and that's really what Sue talks about, right? Is being, you know, really heavily woven into the the, the Baptist community and, and what her journey was and her, her marriage journey and how that shifted and pivoted and how she, her career. And there've been so many women now who have, um, I wouldn't say followed in her footsteps, but I had experiences that are similar to hers. Yeah. Jen Hatmaker comes to mind. Jen, uh, you know, when Jen came out in support of the LGBTQ community, mm-hmm. my gosh, the evangelicals went nuts. Mm-hmm. I mean, they banned her books and her, and she was like, went from darling to the devil in a, a mm-hmm. split second. And um, I think that what I love about Sue is and how she writes and how she. You know, listening to it a decade later, how I, she's making me rethink another uh, uh, another layer, like mm. going a little lo- going a little deeper. You know, I've I've gained so much wisdom in ten years, and now what am, what's the lesson, and how am I supposed to truly leverage and infuse those things that I've learned mm. in this next season, and what does that look like? And she's <laughs> she is unstoppable. Like when I think of someone that, I mean, she how scary? I mean, really. For a boomer in the late '90s to raise her hand and say, "Like, what about the feminine goddess energy?" Like, and not and be you know concerned with being called a witch or a heathen or an atheist or you know, as opposed to people just going, "Yeah, you're right." (laughs) Why is it all he he he? You know, like that's scary. Yes, it's 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 less scary now.
1: It's less scary scary now.
0: Yeah, it's less because of women like her. Yeah. Um, and so when, when I also think about Unstoppable, I think how uh, me being brave now, stepping into my bravest self now will allow the next generation to go even farther than, than I can go in my lifetime because I'm going to hopefully inspire them to leapfrog over the areas where I have my lessons. Yeah. You know, yeah. and and that's why these women are so when I think of that kind of unstoppable spirit the, the it's ambition and it's courage and, and these and um, I think one of the things that she said in Dissident Daughter is when she's like she puts these words around her house
1: mm-hmm.
0: and like as she's walking um, into her study and I'm not going to remember who it was that said it, but it's something around um, a, a writer's a writer's responsibility or a writer's work isn't simply writing what they're, you know, writing in the moment. It's writing, it's helping people. It's saying things that most of us have no idea how to say.
1: That's it. It's, it's putting cool. language. Yeah. It's, so the funny thing, the first book that I ever felt like that, right, about was a book called The Seed of the Soul by Gary Zukav. And I remember shutting the book and thinking, he just gave me a way to discuss something that I knew in my heart to be true, but I didn't have the language to wrap it around. Yes. Yes. So, um, yeah, yeah I'll find, I'll find that
0: quote that she has on her wall and put it in the comments because it was, it reminded me of why being a, a writer is so incredibly important. And it, And it is not the one and only thing and the only place that I am focused right now. I mean, obviously there's I have other clients and work that I do. However, I, I feel that those words were seeds planted in me when I was listening to
1: it this time. Last yeah. time, I don't even remember hearing that. It's so funny that you say that because today I spent this the morning, um, writing, cause I'm working on my book, um, the intentional business. Hey. So now I feel like, um, you're planting that those seeds in my mind, cause I'm not reading Dissident's daughter yet cause Stacy, that's what she's reading. But, um, I do feel like that's that's it, right? When you have an idea, or uh, your your all of your lessons are sort of culminating to a moment that can actually shift a conversation. Um, to be able to, you know, pull it together, if you will. Um, yeah,
0: yeah. You know, I I've always fancied myself somebody that has the ability to see someone and see what they need. Yeah, right. That there's this this um, true spiritual gifting. Right. Yes. And and reading to me and writing to me has always been sparked by something I've heard or seen or been asked. Mm-hmm. I've never been the writer who's like, it's three o'clock in the morning. Oh, I gotta get up and I gotta write that. Like mm-hmm. I've never felt that. I've always felt like if I get that same question three or four times or the same kind of um, message woven into an email or text, it's like that to me is the spirit moving me to let's talk about that. Yeah. Right. And so it's almost like my my writing is what is answering the questions that have been swirling around me and thus sparking a deeper conversation in kind of the next round. But it's the way that um, I work through and, and really bring my words and my thoughts together. And uh, because she, I mean, Sue is not like that. I mean, she has expanded her kind of memoir writing into she's done really cool fiction. I mean, this is the woman who, for those of you who don't know who Sue Kid is, she's the one that, she's the amazing soul that wrote The Secret Life of Bees. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's she had no idea. Like, she was yeah. just thinking, oh, wouldn't it be fun to write a fiction? Yeah. Like, you're like, what? Um, but I think you, you hear the same from Elizabeth from Eat, Pray, Love, right? Like, you, um, that kind of fictional writing or, or character-based writing versus the memoirs, which, I mean, Glennon is, ba- what is it, like, um, Untamed is like her third or fourth memoir-style book. Yeah, like some people are meant to write books like that. Jen Hatmaker is kind of the same, right? Where it's her um, of Mess and Moxie was very uh, memoir driven about that experience that she went through um, with the church. And then her newest is um, <sighs> Fierce.
1: Yeah, I, just uh,
0: saw. I, I mean, she. we are kindred and we use so many of the same words, it's crazy. Yeah. And I met her when she came here to Seattle and like I have this photo of us hugging and the look on her face, I'm like, we look like we've known each other like for decades and decades. But I think our souls were like, hey, sister, mm-hmm. uh, like this month, you know, <laughs> uh, I think that, again, for anyone who's listening, like, don't stop yourself. From, mm-hmm. you know, opening up the laptop or picking up the pen because you think, well, somebody's already written something, somebody's already used the words. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I, I found that a lot in, when I did a lot of one-on-one coaching, Molly, is that when I would ask women to write out their purpose statement, they would yes. get so stuck. Mm-hmm. They would say, like, you know, I don't know what my purpose is. Like, they were their own community's Oprah or their own community's... Um, like Ina Garten, or and so they didn't. They thought somebody else was already doing some their purpose bigger and louder, right. uh, and so how could that be their purpose, right? Well. Um, and what's interesting is through that, and in in context of of writing, right, um, there are many, many, many books out there that tell very similar stories, but the person writing the book and who is meant to read it are what are unique. That's it. And I think that is a huge element to me with when I'm defining what Unstoppable is. It's not letting what someone else has done before me stop me from living that purpose out loud now, in my own way, with my own words, with my own moxie. Yeah. Um, and that is that's a big lesson that it I, it takes us a long time to learn. you know? Um, being unique isn't being the only. Yeah. <laughs> and And I think maybe the word unique is, part of the problem. Right? Yeah. Is that, you know, your own, like, I, I, I always say my signature version of SAS, like my signature version of those things, like it's, it's how I translate it. Yeah.
1: Well, I love that. Um, you know, it's, yeah, I, I am more of the, the writer where I have moments of inspiration. So, um, I am the wake up in the middle of the night kind of gal, um, you know. In fact, all of the intentions for my boxes were written in the middle of the night, you know, where I'm, you know, hitting my bedstand, you know, looking for my a pen so that I can, you know, write it down in the wee hours of the morning, yeah. um, you know. And it's funny because I, I, I think I have been waiting for sort of inspiration to hit with this book, um, but for me, it's part of being unstoppable is actually on the flip side having some discipline to just carve out every day to let something inside of me come out as well, yeah. even if I don't necessarily have or feel that inspiration um, for it. But, um, you know, I don't know. It's it's fascinating how, you know, all of these, it doesn't look like one certain way.
0: No, so true. Well, I, what I'm hearing you say is being purposeful and intentional with your time. There are, not every word you write needs to be an inspired word that day.
1: Yeah.
0: And you know, I gosh, it must be like five or six years ago when Tara Nicole did her first writing challenge. Mm. She's like, hey, do you want to be part of this? And I was like, sure, I've done a writing challenge before. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um my inspiration as i shared earlier comes from like what what are people coming to me for like what 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 do people need right now mm-hmm. and and or what am i seeing right what's out there and so writing in her way similar to your how you're inspired in the middle of the night like i don't wasn't getting up and writing every day mm-hmm. <laughs> and so her writing challenge was basically every day you get you get a writing prompt and you write to that prompt and so what that taught me, and, th- and this might help you, Molly, is that if you have an, if, if you have a, a divine vision for your book and you know what you want the, um, the reader to feel, you know how you want to help them implement it, then put together you know, 20 questions that you, on the days where you're not feeling it,
1: mm-hmm.
0: that, you, that still can get you closer. Because I, what I found in that exercise is that the prompts... They were kind of like when you say I'm gonna work out for 10 minutes today and then you end up working out for an hour. Yeah. Right? It like it gets you in the mode. The mode. It yeah. shifts your mindset. You sit your tushy down, yeah. pull your laptop out, and you're like, okay, you know, what is my favorite color? Or when was the first time I remember X? And then it starts to flow. And so it's the the prompts I think that we as as writers and as content creators can We can guide ourselves in the moments where we don't feel it and get us closer to our goal while being purposeful, even when we don't feel motivated.
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, I mean, frankly, I mean, this book has taken on like four different iterations. And I mean, I, this is actually the reason why I went back and got my 500 hour yoga training because I was starting to write this book and I'm like, I actually need to have more information. And so I went back to be a student. You know, I've interviewed hundreds of people, you know, about, okay, that's probably an exaggeration. I probably interviewed 50 people about you know for this book and i was going to have it be stories about you know people and um, because i didn't trust my own voice in telling it um and so you know now i'm like you know what that it just wasn't fitting it wasn't working that way um and i think it was you a couple years ago were like why are you leaning into telling having someone else tell what you know or something and i was like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, now i'm like now I, i'm finally ready to do it and i feel like i'm prepared and have the, I'm i'm ready to do it you know so but again unstoppable you know this is what how many years in the works and it's still something that is um alive in my heart that needs to be born and so now i'm just like i don't i'm ripping off expectations of what it needs to be and i'm just gonna let it come come out and um and then just be done with it but
0: well, I, I think you, when you release the pressure of having to have something done by a certain date, that, that doesn't require the date, right? Now, there are certain things like taxes that are to be done by a certain date and, yeah. um, you know, other other projects that are. But, you know, when you're, especially when you're in that creative flow, if you can connect, again, that your purpose and your dedication towards creating something for the world and release that shame or the guilt of not meeting a specific deadline and know that every setback or every pause is, has a great meaning and a great lesson, if you're willing, Yeah. if you're willing if
1: to you're willing. slow down and learn it. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. And I think right now, the reset that we're going through, the um, the great reset is, that's where we are. I think we paused for a minute and now everyone's kind of trying to figure it out. Like what is tomorrow gonna look like?
1: Yeah. And I think it's funny because, I mean, I feel like that's the energy that's out there too right now is that before everyone was sort of like, Oh my gosh, I can breathe for a second. Right. Yeah. And sort of taking inventory of, you know, how many things that we use to jam pack, you know, it's funny because in this, you know, the great reset or whatever, you know, we've had Easter, my daughter's birthday, um, you know, we, and we're moving into our birthday season. So, um, mm-hmm. You know, my son's birthday, my daughter's birthday, Stacey's birthday, our anniversary, you know, it's all of these things in like a two week period. Yeah. Um, you know, and we were commenting the other night that even though we didn't really do anything, they're our favorite holidays so far because like we sat on the porch all day long and watched birds with binoculars. I mean, like we normally would have been hustling and cooking for a whole bunch of people and, you know, trying to get everything just so and You know, there's just something really nice about having no pressure to perform um, and just enjoying each other for a hot minute, you know, so. Well, and I think
0: last week we talked about um, switching from uh, that, that mindset of performance to peace, right? Switching into peace, embracing peace. Like, does this activity, does hosting this, does going there, does saying yes to this make me feel stressed out or does it make me feel peaceful or, you know, and peace can be an excited peace as well. I mean, it doesn't have to always be um, peace, right? Um, Yeah. Yeah. Like peace is whatever your own version of it is. And again, that's going to, um, you know, weaving last week's message of, you know, truly believing you are worthy and that you are enough and that your performance does not make you better Yeah, you know, performing and putting, uh, you know, putting on a show, right? The, I read this list of like, our authentic selves are coming out, like our natural skin color, our natural hair color, our eyelashes, Mm -hmm. our nails, our, all of these things. and And not all of us are experiencing that, but many of us are experiencing something in there, right? And, and even the people who were like extreme bodybuilders who can't get into a gym, who like their bodies are changing. Mm -hmm. And, we're we're going through a metamorphosis. And there is, there's a lot of power in that. It'll be really interesting to see, you know, where those people, where you, where they re-engage their dedication, I think, Mm. right? Where do we, where will we choose to be unstoppable in August? Like, Mm. what will that mean for us then? Because being courageous and trusting ourselves in each one of the decisions that we're going to be forced to make in some ways like re- that are related to our careers, our jobs, um, clients, those kind of things, mm-hmm. like, we're going to need to make those decisions. But others, we're not going to need to make right away. We're going to have a little bit of time. So yeah. I'm really looking forward to uh, embracing a new, uh, uh, maybe it's more of like a, a a vision of what I want to be unstoppable about.
1: Well, I mean, I mean, again, we say this every single time, but it all comes down to intent, right? Like if we believe truly that we are co-creators of our world and that our outside is a reflection of our inside and we are using this time to inventory what we've created or co-created yeah you know it's like you know is this is this what we want i mean i fortunately you know when i I burned my life down and then rebuilt it again, you know, so I've gone through that process before with my first marriage and my second marriage. And, um, you know, it's, an act of, um, you know, courage, stupidity, you know, whatever, you know, all of the above, you know, where you just burned something all the way down. Um, you know, but I do feel like, you know, in a lot of ways, I don't want this moment to be missed because we are sort of going through that burning process um, again, yeah. collectively. And we do get to choose um, what we rebuild. Um, and there's a beautiful Brene Brown quote right now of going around. It's like, why, are you know, chasing what the normal was because there was nothing normal about greed and intolerance and yes. racism and hate and all of the things that, you know, a lot of us, feel in our bones yeah. you know and again sort of connecting to this notion of the sacred feminine yeah. you know of this other aspect of society where I think women see and feel differently um about how we would stitch things together again um and not i when I say women for any men out there you know it's it's the feminine aspects of ourselves not the masculine aspects of ourselves so right. it's not just a gender thing it's it's more of a it's the balance of the two, right? Right. Well, and
0: I think that um, to your point there, and Sue actually talked about this in Dissident Daughter, is that it isn't it isn't about it being only women or only men. It, it is about recognizing the entire, the whole heart, right? The whole human, the whole heart, okay. and I I believe the more we have that kind of conversation, the more we talk about what that means and, and that it is very inclusive and, uh, you know, I thought it was very sweet. The video that inside real estate that AJ and Elizabeth put together, Mm -hmm. you know, I thought it was, I thought it was very sweet because a lot of the, a lot of the men in the video had their kids with them. Yeah. And I I don't know if you noticed that when you watched it the first time, but I thought this is, Different, yeah, it is different. different. And like the kids were so joyful, and they're
1: flipping, and you know, like doing cartwheels. And yes, these kids, yeah. But you're right. I mean, you think about it, and there there wasn't any of the power suit stuff there. Mm -hmm. It wasn't, you know. And um, I I hope we don't run back to that, you know.
0: Well, I think that that again comes. We have the choice in our own communities. Right to make sure that we are we have intentionally chosen the people who we are going to take with us, yeah. and and we have we do have the choice. It doesn't mean the choice is always easy, and yeah. and I think that that is where being unstoppable and the the way when you hear the word unstoppable or, we're um, <sighs> Moxie in my world or you know, there's this you sit up a little taller, right? You feel you kind of feel it. You feel like it's stirring. You feel a little fire, a spark going on. I think that if you can claim that feeling as like, you know, when you are on the right path, when you are working towards that um, place where you're focused on your goals that you've set and uh, that are aligned with your values, but that you're also trusting yourself and you're listening to that still small voice and, and being courageous in, in that pursuit of being unstoppable, that those people that you're carrying with you will be able to sing your song back to you even when you've forgotten it. And they'll be able to say, I'll be able to say to you, Molly, is that really what you want to say yes to right now?
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, it's super relevant, even like for my own business, right, you know, of trying to figure out like where I'm going next with this. Um, You know, and the truth of the matter is I am super content with my agent. I, I love them as a client. It's keeping you know all of me engaged and you know my work with my own tea company and the book you know i'm like do i need to take more clients you know do i need to build this thing or and i'm like i don't know you know not unless it's the exact right fit right and um you know and so all of those things are um you know yeah it's it's really real you know um
0: yeah well and that's why having those those champions that you or, and it doesn't need to be a huge circle of people, right? It it could be three other people who you really bare your soul to and say, this is what I want for my life. And this is what I want to leave behind. This is what I want to take with me. And, you know, hold my feet to the fire, right? Yeah. Like, remind me, like I said, sing your song, kick you in the tushy, you know, whatever, <laughs> whatever analogy you need to think, who are those people? Mm-hmm. Who are those lionesses that uh, I trust, that I truly, truly trust to, uh, to speak back into me, right? Like I, I'm, I'm a voice that, that is blessed and honored to be able to speak into others, right? I mean, the, the words that I write help people. Yeah. And that, that is a responsibility. Mm -hmm. And it, it also can become something that holds me back from sharing my authentic truth with others, because i I have had seasons where I felt like, well, I'm the one that's supposed to have it all together and know all the answers. Yeah. So if I ask someone, how will they see me? Like if I need help, will they think, well, I'm never following her advice again. Like, <laughs> cause, cause there's something broken or bent in my world. And it has, it's taken, um, it's taken being brave, right? And, and trusting that the person that I am going to tell is going to hold my sacred words yeah. secret and it, you know have have people broken my trust sure but it's it's not the end of the world I'm still here like I have had some secrets shared <laughs> like I, it was, it's okay I ended up being all right and I think that there's um, you know celebrating the people who you are going to take with you maybe um, even taking a moment to mourn the people that you know yeah I'm not going to be able to take you with me I know it it's going to
1: hurt yeah but I think I think the wisdom um that i'm taking in from what you're saying and i hope that other people understand as well is that no matter where you are right it isn't like we're all in bodies and so we are imperfect um we're doing our work right yes we're here in these bodies doing it therefore you know nobody's got their stuff together completely yeah right yes and if they say they are they're lying yeah, but it doesn't, shouldn't stop the expression of your highest self, right? Correct, correct. Whatever work that, however that manifests, um, you know, that expression or that the inspiration or whatever that in is what is, um, you know, hopefully what, what comes out um, regardless of where you are and in other aspects, you know, I think we, we hold people to ridiculous standards of, um, you know, of value versus not value based on a thing and, um, you know, hopefully that's something that we can shed in all of this nonsense you know that there's wisdom everywhere in everything if we're willing to be open to it so
0: yes well and you know years ago um, I remember there being a message at church and the pastor said something around we judge ourselves on our intentions but others on their actions
1: yeah that's fair, right
0: and and if we can learn to come to a, a, a happy medium and all of that. If we can, yeah. if we can give the, if that's, you know, the grace on grace on grace, which is hopefully overflowing in everyone's home right now. Because, I mean, the littlest things can set you off when you're in the same space with people 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You know, it's, it, that's human. That doesn't mean you don't love each other. That doesn't mean that uh, when you're on the other side of this, it's going to still feel that way. And it's you know I, there are so many amazing. I've listened to a couple more of Brene Brown's Unlocking Us podcasts, mm-hmm. and they there's a common theme over and over in, in her conversations too, and that is like we have to remember that for the most part, everyone is getting to know the their their family, like they're actually getting to know them,
1: mm-hmm.
0: like they didn't know their husband or wife, they mm-hmm. didn't know their kids, they. Thought they did from the hour or two a day, they may have intentionally engaged, mm. but it was more like a less than an hour of intentional engagement on a daily basis before all of this. And so there are people who are getting to know each other sometimes for the first time. That's interesting. Isn't it? And we don't, and what we don't have in all of that, Molly, is that those beautiful, delicious chemicals that flow through our bodies when we first meet someone, Mm. right? That helps us filter some of the crazy. Yes. (laughs) And, and so we don't have that. We have the, you know, I've been with you for a decade and I know all of your secrets. I know your skeletons and now I'm learning who you are and I don't have that, that chemical um,
1: balance. Well, and it's, it's a mirror, right, for you of all of the work that you still have to do. You know, your yes. inner is your, your life partners are your mirror. So, yes. Yes.
0: mirroring grit, right? And and there is again, it's it's such a cool. I, we won't be like this forever.
1: Yeah.
0: And and so, you know, for those people who are who are coming out of this and they have a renewed sense of hope and love and connection with their families. Like, please don't let that go. Mm. Uh, you know, please don't let that go. If And if, if the extreme opposite, like, raise your hand and ask for help. If you've realized this is, I'm in a dangerous position. This is yeah. a dangerous time. I, like, things have become real. Like, it's it's now's the time to raise your hand, too, once we're on, when, especially when we're on the other side of this and you have a little bit more freedom to speak and share your own truth in a way, in, in a safe space. Um, I think that it's simply... Take action on what we've learned, right? Don't let it go to waste. Don't Leslie Appleton Young says, "Don't waste the crisis." Like, don't waste
1: the crisis. I hope. I hope we don't. I really don't. I think. I don't know. I, sometimes, sometimes I'm like, oh, "We're gonna miss the. We're gonna miss the moment." But hopefully, there's this. There's a. There's a shift, right? And that this energy, you know, behind us to reinvent and rethink and to re-honor our interconnectedness, hopefully that momentum is unstoppable, you know, and that we won't, um, that that will continue to flow. That's my biggest prayer, you know?
0: Amen. Well, and so I think, you know, one of the, the, I asked two questions in my affirmation this week and one was, are you investing in yourself? Like, are you doing that? And And what does that look like for you, right? Mm-hmm. What are you doing in this season to invest? in mm-hmm. you reading writing walking drinking more water stretching your body whatever like how are, how are you doing that physically but also how are you doing that really in your relationships like how are you looking at your you're investing in who you are and then um who are those people right that are that you are going to either talk to now or you're gonna engage on a deeper level when you have the opportunity to do that on the other side of all of this. And, and so those are the two big questions. And then there's always that shake off the shame, right? If, you, if you're nailing both and you're investing in yourself and you've got great time and great relationships and, and you've kept in touch and you're all planning these you know, amazing, illuminating plans for your future, like celebrate, like do a dance party for yourselves right now. But most of us are somewhere in the middle. Um, mm-hmm. And and so the shaking off the shame is super important, but also taking action is super important, right? So, yeah. um, it, it, don't say I'm uh, you're sorry. Be better, right? That that whole parenting concept. Like, it, it, stop saying you're sorry for something you're really not sorry for. Just make better choices. <laughs> like, like, step forward and make better choices. Yes.
1: Yeah. Um, um, make the right next right choice. You
0: know. Yes, the v- next right choice, exactly. And so that in our world with. Um, you know, the, the humans that we serve, it's, you know, is it time to approach a new mentor? Is it time to look at that list of things that you want to change or you want to try and say, who do I know that can help me? Is, is it, if it's not a mentor, maybe it's a, maybe it's a workshop or a book club, you know, we're starting the untamed Well, we're we're doing untamed on woman up yeah. and May 20th. So in eight days, we're doing the, dis- the, the discussion. And yeah. that's plenty of time to read the book. Like, yeah, you it's a, do that. quite great. It is a quick read and it, you know you know me, I like listening to her read it and following along in the book with my highlighter. And so um, if you wanna plug into the Women Book Club, we'll drop the link below. If you don't want to read secular books and you wanna get plugged into a Bible study, I mean, I use the Bible app and there are some killer Bible plans in there that are very, um, I just did one that was on the women in the Bible and it was so great. Uh, learning more about these stories, these few stories
1: yeah.
0: I, th- I was reading the other day, I think it's like 14, over almost 1,500 people are mentioned in the Bible, but only 111 of them are women. I thought that was interesting. That was 111.
1: Well, I, <laughs> I always joke because I am now at the stage where I'm interested in everything that didn't make the Bible.
0: Yes. Same.
1: Same. Almost, I'm like, what was edited out? Because that's the information I want to know. So.
0: Yes. So true. Oh my gosh. I bet you Andrew's right. like jumping up and down right now because we were just saying that. And the the Book of Longing. That yes. that Sue just released. She did like eighteen months of research on on exactly what you just said, and yeah. so her notes yeah. are like the guide for all of those conversations. The scrolls, the stories, the historical documents. I mean, there is so much, and that's what I love about um, faith is that it, there there are so many ways to find divine context around yep. the content, and I think you and I share that passion. Um, yeah. Like I. I like a good story, but I also I want to know more about each character. Like yeah, I want to know, like, like that person who really wasn't even mentioned. But why was everybody at her house?
1: Yeah, no, I'm with you. <laughs> like well, this is kind of like our best books, like little thing. There's another really great book. Um, it's called The uh, Woman with the Alabaster Jar. Yeah, um, that's another really good one. Um, for that's sort of in the same genre of the Things Left Behind. You know, so yeah. That's,
0: well, I think it's ultimately do something, right? Like we have you have the the power to do something to get you closer to feeling unstoppable, to keep you feeling unstoppable, to help you shift your version of unstoppable in the next season. Like there are there's something that you can do today. Yep. And so hopefully we have encouraged.
1: Tap into that female power, that divine feminine, you know?
0: Yeah, that beautiful divine feminine. She does. Sue talks about how the first time she actually um like said the word goddess out loud because you know growing up in the church when you you say goddess it's kind of like it's a sin yeah right there's this weird energy that's around talking about the feminine side of the spirit which clearly there's a feminine
1: side to the hello we
0: exist we exist exist. we're here (laughs) um and i'm sure stacy was talking uh, to you about this when she was reading untamed i don't know have you read it yet
1: and like i'm on like almost half i'm a little more than
0: halfway. So when Glennon's telling the story about how when she was a little girl and the and the the teacher who was teaching her but didn't really want to be a teacher but teaching her about where we come from and the whole woman story, how we came from the womb of a man. That. Have you have you gotten to that part oh, yet? Yes, yes. I laughed so hard. I thought that is so something that I would have said. Well, if that's true, wouldn't we all be called woman? because we all came from the womb of a woman?
1: Right. <laughs>
0: so she's so funny with these books. These un. These um, unearthing and uncovering and, uh, you know, rediscovering parts of ourselves that uh, we've either never thought about or we thought about in our minds only and put back in that drawer. You know, that's this next layer, this next season of Unstoppable for me and I and I'm believing for you, too, is it's going to be such a beautiful journey. I mean, I I can feel it. I feel nervous about it, which is a good thing. (laughs) Yes, wringing our hands and tickling our fingers. Oh my goodness. Okay. So um, as we love to do before we say adieu is a beautiful meditation. So I know that you mentioned you've got something fun,
1: fun for us. We're going to do an I am meditation. Um, and so I know, like, I don't know if people from last time um, remember we were talking about the solar plexus, which is the, um, it's part of the, the the chakra or some people say chakra system. Um, but we're going to do what's called an I am meditation and using our seven chakras. And basically all a chakra is, is an energy wheel um, aligning in our, um, our central channel, if you will, okay. and being able to... Um, be unstoppable a lot of times means being um, flowing freely, right? So things get clogged and stopped. Um, and, and, and so part of um, understanding how our energy works is making sure that things are, are running smoothly. Mm. Yes. So, Let's get yeah. unstuck, Molly. Let's get unstuck. Let's do this. Okay. So just find that comfortable seat. Um, if you're in a chair, have your, your feet grounded and steady to the earth. You know, we're going to find that tall, lifted spine lifting through the crown of the head. We're going to bring our awareness right to the base of our spine. So that is what we call our root chakra. And it is our center of stability of home and security. And so we're going to imagine a red glowing ball right there at the very base of the spine. And in our mind's eye, we're going to repeat the mantra, I am safe. And then we're gonna shift our awareness up six inches to the space just below the navel. This is our, um, our uh, gosh, I'm uh, forgetting the name of it, but it's our uh, solar plexus, excuse me, it's our uh, chakra for sexuality and sexuality, uh, creativity. Um, and the mantra here, um, imagining this beautiful orange glowing ball is I can um, create. And then we're going to shift that awareness to the space just above the navel this is that monopore chakra that we were talking about the color here is yellow and the mantra here is i can do and then we're going to shift our awareness to the heart center our chata, anahata chata, chakra and that is a green glowing ball at this space and the mantra here is, I am love. And then we're going to shift our awareness to the throat. And this is uh, our chakra for communication and for, for speaking truth and, and for finding our truth and for um, prayer and praise and all of that. Um, and the mantra here is, I am truth. And then we're gonna bring our awareness to the space between the brows, Ajna Chakra. The color here is purple. And we're going to imagine that purple glowing ball and the mantra here is, I can understand. And then finally moving our awareness to our crown chakra Um, and the color here is white or golden, like a golden halo. Um, maybe rainbow. And the mantra here is, I am. And we're just going to take that big breath in, and big breath release.
0: And there you go. So good. I love that you gave me permission to have a rainbow crown. (laughs) that was so good. I love it. And I, I love, I've been getting little love notes from people who are listening to this on the podcast saying, this has been really fun to have these, you know, intentional moments where, you know, it might be the only time I'm paying attention to my breathing this week. It might be the only time I'm actually doing a guided meditation this week. And so I'm so thankful for you, Molly. I'm so thankful for you sharing your wisdom and you're, you're, you're always so intentional about why you're bringing a specific breath to us or a meditation to us. And I'm ever, ever so grateful. Thank you so much. I appreciate Thank you. you. Mm. All right, everyone. We are finished Fini for Tuesday, May 12th. We'll be here next week. And I'm excited about the, um, the prompt for next week if you will so hopefully you will join us we will be here again on tuesday at one30 don't forget to bring your tea with you if you feel so inclined we'd love to see where you are sitting and listening to it take a cup a picture of your cup tells tell us what kind of tea you're sipping we love to feel connected during this time and however whenever the spirit moves you to share those pictures with us please do because we'd love it and tag us
1: Yeah. And for me, just tea was such a beautiful representation of slowing things down, right? Mm -hmm. It's the counterculture to the grind and the hustle of coffee. Um, And so really raising that up as sort of a reminder that we don't have to just go.
0: Yes. We can be. All right. Bye, friends. See you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you for spilling the tea with Molly and me today. It was our heart's desire to provide a lens for focus, a place to uncover the opportunities that abound, and create a moment to embrace grace and gratitude as we celebrate the beauty that is swirling all around us. To connect with us, head on over to our current collaboration site, MoxieOnFire.com, and sign up for updates. That's MoxieOnFire.com. Let's all go forth. And lead with love, trust, and faith.